welcome to the Absolute Recap Biology Edition. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and I'll be your guide to scoring a five. Here at the Absolute Recap, we aim to maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will review content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. Your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Biology Edition. Today's episode will recap chromosomal inheritance. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 5, Heredity. Topic 5.6. Our big idea is systems interactions. DNA is a nucleic acid of nucleotide monomers, which differ only in their nitrogenous base. It forms an anti-parallel double helix that coils and condenses into chromosomes when preparing for cellular division. This episode will recap how chromosomal inheritance generates genetic variation in sexual reproduction. <laughs> Let's zoom in. A quick recap of chromosome structure. We need to fit three billion nucleotides into one cell. So coiling and condensing is essential. DNA begins to wrap around proteins called histones, much like beads on a string. The loosest form is referred to as chromatin and is found during most of the cell cycle. DNA then coils further inward before supercoiling and forming loops. These loops are arranged in rosette structures, which stack together in a very condensed manner that can be seen under a microscope. We call these condensed strands of DNA chromosomes. When observing the human karyotype or mapping of chromosomes, it's important to recognize that they can be organized into 23 homologous pairs. These homologous chromosomes are a similar size and have similar genetic information. The chromosomes you have in each of your cells right now came from your parents' gametes, with homologous chromosomes pairing back up during fertilization. The process of meiosis occurs in sex organs, such as testes and ovaries, and separates the 23 homologous pairs into gametes. The three primary sources of genetic variation within a population are chromosome segregation, independent assortment, and fertilization. Imagine that there are 20 students in your biology class and the teacher asks you to pair up with someone that's approximately your height and line up in the middle of the room. Some of you are lined up on the left, while others are on the right. There's no further instructions. Similarly, homologous chromosome pairs are arranged by spindle fibers during metaphase one at random. There are no rules that say all genes from mom must be on the left to go into these specific gametes, while dad's genetic material needs to be on the right. No, Mendel's law of independent assortment states that alleles of genes located on non-homologous chromosomes will separate during meiosis one without influencing each other. Mendel's law of segregation states that the two alleles for each gene will separate during meiosis as diploid cells become haploid. Finally, each egg and sperm are genetically unique and the random process of fertilization only adds to the reason why you and your siblings are all different. Certain human genetic disorders can be attributed to the inheritance of a single changed allele or chromosomal error. For example, non-disjunction occurs when homologous chromosomes or sister chromatids don't properly separate during meiosis. This may result in non-viable gametes or some that have extra or missing chromosomes. One example of this is with trisomy 21 or Down syndrome, where there is a third copy of the 21st chromosome. Sickle cell disease is caused by a mutation in the hemoglobin gene on chromosome 11. Tay-Sachs disease is an autosomal recessive disorder that damages brain cells with an error on chromosome 15. Huntington's disease is a progressive brain disorder that presents later in an individual's life caused by an error in chromosome 4. In contrast, X-linked colorblindness 
is a sex-linked recessive disorder on the 23rd chromosome. Since males are hemizygous for the 23rd chromosome, inheriting only one copy of the X, they will express colorblindness if inherited. The chromosomal basis of inheritance provides an understanding of the pattern of transmission of genes from parent to offspring. Scientists have come up with a pretty handy tool to analyze these patterns with the construction of pedigrees. Males are squares, females are circles, and connected with lines to show marriage and offspring through generations. The circles and squares are shaded in to show an affected individual. When analyzing pedigrees, you're looking to see if the trait is autosomal or sex-linked, dominant or recessive. Start with recessive first and look for flaws in logic. For example, if two affected parents have some offspring that do not have the trait, then it can't be recessive because passing on alleles from two homozygous recessive parents only has one outcome, affected. If you start to see a pattern of an unaffected mom and a disproportionate amount of affected sons, it might be sex-linked recessive. If one parent-to-child interaction doesn't work with your theory, then you have the wrong inheritance pattern. To recap, the process of chromosomal inheritance creates genetic variation through sexual <laughs> reproduction. Homologous chromosomes and their alleles segregate and assort independently during meiosis, forming haploid gametes. Fertilization of egg and sperm at random <laughs> provides even greater genetic variation. And huzzah, diploid number is restored. Today's question of the day is about meiosis. During what phase of meiosis does crossing over occur? For the answer to today's and future questions, please follow us on Instagram at the Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. If you are a student with questions or a teacher with suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a biology topic or another AP subject you would like us to cover on the Absolute Recap, please email us at theabsoluterecap at gmail.com. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap at gmail.com. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Time's up, pencils down. Thank you for listening to the Absolute Recap Biology Edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020, Absolute Recap, LLC, all rights reserved. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Biology Edition, listener's choice number two.